Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of the Heart of Markness Classic Rock Podcast. On the weekends, this is a classic rock podcast. Every Thursday, it is a Led Zeppelin podcast. So I do the same thing today that I do on Thursdays in that I play live recordings, amateur, illegitimate live recordings of great bands, people I like, etc., etc., and share them with you. Every Thursday, it's a Led Zeppelin or Led Zeppelin-themed show, and on the weekends, it's a wild card. Today, it is Yes, and this is another tape by St. Mike Millard, courtesy of the Gems Taping Group, who uh, curates his archive of tapes. If you are not familiar with the name Mike Millard, he is a famous, legendary L.A. taper who uh, bought the best equipment. He had a Nakamichi tape rig with a custom battery pack. This is in 1975. Um which he would sometimes hide in a wheelchair. And he would be wheeled in and then would not get as much scrutiny and get wheeled pretty much up to the front and tape these shows. And he had AKG microphones, really good quality microphones, but he took them apart and just took the capsules, the little tiny, uh, you know, nickel-sized membrane magnet, you know, the actual microphone part of it, and would hide them in his uh, cap, I believe, baseball cap, or in his clothes, so he would get a stereo recording. And he created some of the best recordings of all time. Many, many of his recordings are could be indistinguishable from a professional release. He knew where to. He knew where the good places were in every arena and venue in his area, and he knew how to get the best sound. And God bless him. He would ta- he would trade these, you know, because he was a tape trader, and uh, hundreds and hundreds of tapes between 1975 and 1994, when he unfortunately passed away. This is great. The the legendary Led Zeppelin bootlegs. Listen to this, Eddie. Badge holders only are his. He's captured Floyd. He's captured yes a million times. He's captured Elton John, Jeff Beck, everybody. I think he's captured Jeff Beck. Basically, everybody that came through Queen, some legendary tapes. Uh, everybody that came through the L.A. area, he would pretty much capture uh, with his recordings. So there's this huge archive of his recordings that is being curated and released by the Gems Tape Group, another group of people who tape concerts. And now they've kind of moved into the curation and archiving of these tapes. Now that they're going on, you know, some of them are, go- are 50 years old. And tape isn't meant to last 50 years. So they're, tra- they're transferring them digitally, restoring them when possible, which means putting them literally in an oven on a low temp to warm it up and bring some of the oils out of that plastic substrate back to the surface to hold the oxide, which is actually holding the information, onto the tape enough to get one playthrough. It's not uncommon for tapes, and this is this is true with even the, the studio tapes, to, uh, you know, just shed all their oxide over time. 
and deteriorate. So, God bless St. Mike Millard. Wherever you are, brother, thank you. I hope you're happy. You've done a lot of good to the world, and you've made a huge cultural contribution to history. Because as time now, we're, you know, a half century away from some of these recordings, and time marches onward, and soon it'll be a century, and it'll, this will be an invaluable archive, and it'll be in some university somewhere, the Mike Millard Archives. And it will provide an invaluable snapshot into the culture of L.A. and the United States in the nineteen seven, in the late nineteen, in the night, well, the late twentieth centuries. Century. There's only one of them. All right. <clears throat> Thank you. This is yes, nineteen eighty, October third. The sports arena in L.A., California. Interesting thing about yes in nineteen eighty is uh, they were transforming, pupating, if you would, from the hippy-dippy, long-flowing robes, 30-minute song cycle super prog of the 70s, which is great and I love it, into the very, very fresh, modern cool sound of the 80s from yes 90125 which was one of the biggest albums of the 80s and it was so big that it kind of uh <laughs> after hearing every song on that album on the radio because i think every almost every song became a single and a hit uh people were done with yes after that for a bit like dire straits you get so big you're just saturated and people are like okay that's good <clears throat> Brothers in Arms, okay, that's good. You're the best band in the world. We're going to suck your dick for two years. Then after that, we don't want to see you no more. So this is the midway point of transition for Yes, in that John Anderson, the singer, had left the band, as had Rick Wakeman, the amazing virtuoso keyboard player. Uh, so you've got John Wakeman, John Wakeman, John Anderson and Rick Wakeman out of the band, replaced by... The Buggles, Video Killed the Radio Star, that band. Trevor Horn and Jeff Downs. Trevor Horn became the singer for Yes, and Jeff Downs, the keyboard player for The Buggles, became the keyboard player for Yes. They put out an album called Drama, which was really good. Trevor Horn has a very, very high voice, like John Anderson. He can sing John Anderson's stuff, no problem. And he became one of the biggest producers of the 1980s and is responsible in a great, great detail and amount to a great degree. That's the word I'm looking for. He's responsible to a great degree for the sound of the 80s because he produced the aforementioned 90125. He moved into being Yes's producer and produced that legendary album which changed the sound of everything and he also had a group called the Art of Noise, an instrumental group that also changed the sound of everything. Uh, Close to the Edit is their song. La la la. Um, and he produced a million other people too. Very, 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 very influential artist. Um, and a little behind the scenes for what he is. So drama did not... Uh, 
really last in the yes canon. I mean, it's still there, but it it um, it did okay. The tour did great because yes was at that time people would go to see yes because they're guaranteed an amazing show because the show is amazing. The album did not do you know that great. I think it might have done better than the last Anderson full yes album, classic yes album, which was Tormato. Um, but by the you know by the end of the seventies, the tanks running you know, low for most bands. And, uh, yes, was no different in that way. So they put out a good album with new blood and they went on tour and it sounds amazing. So I'm going to focus on the, uh, drama era songs mostly because that's what this band is. And that's what this tour is. Although I will include a classic yes song so you can hear, holy shit. It just sounds like yes, because it is yes. Yes? Yes! Ah! All right. Nine minutes. Good, I've had nine minutes of your time. I feel younger. I've sucked the vitality from you. Yeah, it's like that machine in The Princess Bride. I've just taken nine minutes of your life. How do you feel? All right, let's open up with Machine Messiah. And it's interesting because when the song starts, it could be a kiss song. Until Steve Howe comes in, you go, oh, no, it's yes, it's fine. All righty. Machine Messiah, October 3rd, 1980. Yes.
See, it's yes, but it's a little more metal. Or a little more rock. I don't know. It's very good. It's very good. And I don't know. I love I love live. Yes. Lots of people do. That's why they're a huge band. In fact, they just released a new album. I don't know who's in the band still. I think it's Alan White and Steve Howe. I don't know if any of the other folks are in it. I don't know. It's divided the Yes community from what I've seen on Twitter. Some people are like, it's garbage, it's rubbish. And some people are like, it's my favorite album of all time. So, who knows? Glad people are still happy with Yes. Now, next song. Tempest Fugit. Which, in French, means your mother's a whore. Scatological and surprising for a band like Yes. But, this is one of those changes. Alright, Tempest Fugit also off the drama album and again I command you to enjoy
Very good. High energy. Poppin'. Now the 79 Tormato Tour sounded very similar, and it's excellent. And I think I've done an episode on it with the same taper, Mike Millard, and the same great quality, but with John Anderson and Rick Wakeman. Check that out, too. Heavy, heavy, heavy-duty shit. I love it. And it is brought to you courtesy of the Titans, upon whose shoulders rests this humble yet mighty podcast my patrons. So you can go to heartofmarkness.com and get this entire show, not just the songs that I'm playing for you. And what's this entire show consist of? Good point. Starts off with Young Person's Guide to the Orchestra. Does it really happen? Yours is no disgrace. Into the lens, the clap. And you and I go through this man in the white car suite. We can fly from here. Tempest Fugit. Amazing Grace. The Fish, Machine Messiah, Starship Trooper, finishing up with Roundabout. And you can get that at heartofmarkness.com for free, because the stuff is shared for free. Mike Millard taped it so he could trade it for free. And, well, in exchange for other tapes, so I guess not for free, but you know what I mean. Gems restored it and distributed it online for free. I got it for free. I share it and distribute it online for free. That's how it works. The music is shared. And if you like it, Yes is still kicking around. And they can still deliver, so go see them. All right? All right. Now. Oh, I have to read the patrons. Shit. Sorry. The patrons. Patreon.com slash Heart of Markness. And on heartofmarkness.com, there is a patron badge. If you click it, it'll take you to the Patreon page and see if there's something there. If you want to support the website or the podcast, rather. The patrons already support the website. So thank you very much to Keith and Tilda, Brian, Matt and Cecilia, Jeff, Glynn. Glynn? Wait a second. Wrong list. That's of all of them through all time, isn't it? Whew. Keith and Tilda, Brian, Matt and Cecilia, Jeff, Glenn, yeah. How is that possible? It's still showing things. That's interesting. Oh! <laughs> It looks like I had gotten signed out of Patreon. <laughs> so it's like it had the default of all the current of all the patrons through all time. And then when I went to click on active patrons, it said you ain't got none, which horrified me. So again, Keith and Tilda, thank you. Brian, Matt and Cecilia, Steve, Big Ed, Kenny, John from West Footscray, Picard, Knegern, Rob from Melbourne, Australia. Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, Other, David, Bonzo, Billy, and Mimo. There we go. Thank you, friends, for supporting the show, keeping this going, keeping the lights on here. Thank you very much. And now, the last song I'm going to play for you, and this is a classic Yes song, so you can hear how the new band does the old material. They do it great. And you and I 
off of Close to the Edge, I think, and enjoy it. Again, I command you.
And there you have it. A little bit of entertainment, hopefully. You know, in your life, hopefully it gave you a little bit of uh, enjoyment. And if you want more enjoyment, go to heartofmarkness.com and grab that show. And the other Yes shows. I've got several Yes concerts on there, if you like Yes. Shitload, obviously, of Led Zeppelin. And uh, some Lou Reed, some Warren Zevon, and The Who, and myriad other artists. Even some out there ones, like Neutral Milk Hotel and Camper Van Beethoven. So, there's a lot to this podcast, so subscribe. Subscribe. You don't have to listen to each one, but every once in a while something may come up and you'll be like, ooh, look at that. So cool. Alrighty. Thank you very much. I will talk to you again on Thursday with another Led Zeppelin podcast. And be good to yourselves and each other and have a wonderful everything.